Hello and welcome back to Upstage the Podcast, your regular dose of theatre news, reviews and I keep saying interviews, we've got no plans doing any interviews but maybe one day. Um, I'm Rachel. And I'm Abby. And we're here again. <laughs> we're back. We're here again, you didn't ask for it but we're here again. Um, it's just been Valentine's Day so happy Valentine's Day everybody and we're going to talk about a little bit today about our favourite Broadway musical love songs so stay tuned for that but first theatre news abby so there's been another cast announcement for company which is coming up later this year and mel gidroik sure sure will be starring in the production alongside pat lapone and rosalie craig so another formidable female yes and she does a lot of she hosts the What's on Stage Awards often. Yeah, but I didn't. I didn't know that she was a theatre performer. Me Actress, neither. sure, but not. Does she sing? I clearly, but yeah, I'm. I'm not sure. I feel like she must have training. Like a lot of kind of TV presenters yes. and personalities have, have a lot of training. That kind of training. And I feel like from the caliber of people they've cast in the show, yeah. she must have given she a good must. audition. Yes, I it agree. might be a case of like Ross Noble and Young Frankenstein when you first hear it, yeah. they're like. Yeah, But then in the show, you just didn't even notice it was him. Yeah. Obviously, it'll be quite a different role, presumably. But um, but I'm hoping it'll work, because I don't want to not love Mel. Because it's It's Mel. It's going to be such a good cast. I'm so excited. (laughs) Mel Mel and Sue. And Sue, yes. You do have have an allegiance to Mel and Sue, don't you? You really do. You didn't transfer. I do. I have not uh, watched Channel 4 Bake Off. I have, and I must say, I quite like it. No. (laughs) <laughs> no okay I, it's not even you, an allegiance you changed my mind it was, yeah it wasn't even an allegiance to Mel and Sue it was just because I think the producers were you know greedy bastards sure okay but I'll still watch other things there goes our Bake Off sponsorship you know what fuck them <laughs> so Mel Goodroy that is how you pronounce her name right it must be what other way could there be I mean probably many mm. in news of people with easier names to pronounce yes News has just come out that Ben Platt will be starring in a new Ryan Murphy show, which has been picked up by Netflix, I believe. Ben Platt of recent Dear Evan Hansen fame. Yes. He won just about every award you can win. He did. Can I tell you my favourite Ben Platt thing? I would love... Just briefly, to before you go back to the news, is that somebody tweeted about him once, and you know how his Twitter name is Ben Splatt? Yeah. Someone had tweeted and said, Ben Splatt says this! <laughs> but like, like his, na- his last name was, was actually Splatt. Splatt, and it made me laugh I love so that. much. The Splatt so family, Ben, Splatt and Jonah head. Splatt. <laughs> and <laughs> the other Splatt siblings. <laughs> Carry on, as you were. Ex- yeah. Explain the show. I wish I could. <laughs> so, the show is called The Politician, which they've described as a one-hour comedy with social commentary. Mm, which my favourite kind of comedy. Is I feel what I feel that's what Ryan Murphy always thinks he's doing. And he just <laughs> Does rarely, he quite get there? rarely gets there. Mm. But sure, give well, it a I go. mean he comments on a lot of social things, but he, it's just commentary does. that nobody wants or needs often. Yeah, that is definitely true. That's just just to flag, that's not to say we didn't both watch all six seasons of Glee. Just oh, to just yeah. to be clear. And pretty much everything else. And pretty Ryan much Murphy everything that Ryan Murphy I has mean, or will ever do. I'm we, part of the problem. But, <laughs> yeah, we are. Part um, of the he does work with really good people. He works, he's got such great collaborators. And he sometimes does really amazing stuff. He, he and then hits often, such high highs and, and such, such low, low lows. But he hooks you with the high highs. He really does. Hi, hi. Hi, hi. He and really then... does. He hooks you in with Darren Chris. <laughs> and then, and then just... you're like, oh, I've got to watch it now. Yep, you're and you hate deep. yourself for every second. But yep. you keep on watching. So, I'm sure we'll do the same with this. 
Yeah, I'm. I imagine it will. It worries me that they're reporting that Ben Platt will have several musical numbers when it's a show about a politician. It's going to be like Glee, but with politics. It's like Glee meets House of Cards. <laughs> oh I can't God. think of anything better. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Um, there's also, uh, in talks at the moment, Barbara Streisand and Gwyneth Paltrow to both star and possibly co-produce. Sure. Um, so obviously Barbara, another Broadway legend. Yes. And Gwyneth Paltrow was on Glee, so she, she... also has sung in her time. She, I, do you know what? I really liked her on Glee. That might be an unpopular opinion, but I still listen to that version of Landslide all okay, the time. Okay, that version of Landslide is lovely, and but she was that irritating. version of Do You Want to Touch... Which was not so good, but I do not listen still listen to, to it. Still listen to it, don't I? Moving on to the main portion of today's show, we're gonna talk about our favourite theatre love songs. Now, how do we want to do this? Do we want to do? We picked five each, and then there's one that we both wanted to talk about, but honourable mention couldn't fit into our top five. So, how do you want to do one each? Yeah, that probably makes more sense, okay. doesn't it? These are not in any order because I couldn't possibly order them. But the first one that I wanted to talk about is All the Wasted Time from Parade. Now, if you know anything about Parade, you will know that it's a really, really bleak show. And this song comes towards the end when it's about to reach its most bleak. But it's a really pretty, sort of tinkly piano song about the power of enduring love and returning to a person that you thought you'd fallen out of love with and then they prove you wrong and make you remember why you fell in love with them in the first place and it builds to a very good crescendo. Carolee Carmelo, so it's a duet between the central couple in the show, um, Carolee Carmelo is meant to sound like she's from Georgia in it and all I can ever hear is like a really strong French accent. Now, she's American, as far as I know, so I'm not sure why, like... Deep South is coming out oh, so French. To to that. But it's it's interesting. I mean, I do like her voice, but it's it's an interesting take. Is she like um, New Orleans? They speak French there sometimes, don't they? No, do they? she's just meant to be jo- like oh, Georgia through and through. Um, it's just confusing to me. It, it's like that throughout the whole show. It's not just this song. But it's just such a thick accent. I, I don't understand it. But it doesn't, it doesn't ruin the song. And Brent Carver, who plays the guy, has a lovely voice. So, yes, that's one of my favourites. I've also gone for a slightly bleak one, and this is one of my favourite Broadway songs ever. Just surprising, because it's not one of my favourite shows Rude. by a long, a long shot. Rude. And it's I'll Cover You, and I've gone for the reprise, because the reprise really is my favourite. It's from Rent. Anyone who knows the show will know that I'll Cover You is the kind of upbeat song that's sung by um, Collins and Angel as they're sort of falling in love and they're really happy and everything's great and they're talking about how they buy a new coat they buy, they sure do buy a coat <laughs> but you know it's all sort of the great things that their new love is going to bring to their lives kind of and I'll Cover You Reprise is very much the end of that oh. relationship major spoiler alert song after Angel dies ugh I just think it's just a really beautiful song. It's a slower version than the original. And the original cast recording is just stunning. Jesse R. Martin has just the most gorgeous voice. And when he's doing kind of the runs at the end, it's just amazing. And the chorus of everyone at the funeral mm. joining in. Yes. Um, it just kind of builds. Oh, it, it makes me tear up every time. Every time. It used to be... I used to have certain things. I don't know why I'm admitting this, but there's certain things I know I will watch when I'm sad and will make me cry. And I used to just have. It used to be that. I used to just have not the whole of Rent 
because I don't want to watch Rent. But she, literally she, just that just that scene. And then when they all start arguing after the funeral, I'm like, you people are the no, worst. No, because Goodbye Love is a great job. No, they're terrible people. Oh, so as soon so as it cuts from that, opinions. I'm just like, what is wrong with all of you except Collins? Like, <laughs> oh my God. Well, I agree that Collins is the only character that you don't just detest by the end of the show. But... Yeah. So it would you know. be, but just that scene would be one of the things I would watch and I would know. I will say now that I also edited out my list an, a number of other songs that are sung <laughs> yeah. just after one of the couple dies. You have a type. I have a type. I, I enjoy a song sung in a musical just after a character's died. Just after a main, a main yeah. character death. I have a Spotify playlist that is one of my top listened to playlists that is purely songs song after people die I can't believe you didn't put on this list that song that Evita sings as she's dying why didn't you that's just you know it's also right up there I don't know it just doesn't doesn't quite well, I wonder why so there's a lot a lot of shows Ghost yes Bonnie and Clyde Falsettos all have great songs so yeah that's the first on my list I've edited out all the other death songs <laughs> there are no death songs in mine actually look at us cheery um, sort of um <laughs> The next song that I want to talk about is Perfect For You from Next To Normal. And the one that I mean is there's Perfect For You and then there's Perfect For You reprise and then there's one that's called Hey Number 3 slash Perfect For You reprise. It's a really clunky name, but it's a really, really nice song. It's, again, towards the end of the show, it's a young couple and the guy has been trying to get her to go to a dance, a school dance, all the way through the show and she's been saying no because she's got like kind of a... A difficult family situation and she doesn't feel like she'd fit in and all that kind of teenage stuff and then she finally agrees to go and he they're sort of talking about she's worried that she's gonna um inherit is inherit the right word inherit her mum's me- mental illness yeah and she's talking about like what if she goes crazy in the future and he's just saying that he wouldn't care that he still thinks that she's perfect for him and it's just a really really nice song it's such a pretty song and adam chan the brat is yes great He's always just great, always great, wonderful. And I met him actually once, and he was extremely nice. So yeah, the all of the hey is like hey number one, hey number two, and hey number three. They're all great and perfect for you. The non reprise, the pre reprise, <laughs> is also really nice. But that one, the reprise is my favourite. The next on my list is Origin of Love from Hedwig and the Angry Inch. Great choice. Thanks. I had to cut this off my list so that yeah. we could talk about so it. So I, I stole it. I guess this is kind of different in terms of love songs. It's yes. slightly more abstract, but in context. Do you know what I mean? In context, make it makes sense, yes. Um, so in a way, that's the whole show of Hedwig. For people who don't know much about Hedwig, the stage show is sort of set up as if you're at a concert of yes. this character, Hedwig, and they're kind of telling their life story mm. through song and... Dance. And, t- and, and speech. Dance. Yeah, through all... All, <laughs> all the mediums of performance. Yeah. And Origin of Love kind of brings together different, as the title suggests, origins of love. Mm sort of classic um folk tales i guess yes. um of how love even yeah, began how, to exist yeah how yeah how people came to be and you've already said it i don't know i'm just repeating what you've said what she you said probably say it better no i doubt it <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i think it's just a wonderful song and it's sta- as a standalone song it works it's perfectly beautiful. as well it's got gorgeous so, lyrics yeah if you don't know the show at all still youtube it the film version of it has really gorgeous animation yeah watch um, the film version don't listen to the neil patrick harris version because oh, dare i say it the new broadway cast recording is not good i do not enjoy it it's film, not good the film um soundtrack 
or recording is the best. Yes. It's you can YouTube some live performances of it from the from all kinds of places. From all sorts of things. Which are better than the cast recording. I think it is just a really beautiful song. I agree. Yeah, independent of the show it's from. My next song is Sun and Moon from Miss Saigon. Now, there were lots that I was going to pick from Miss Saigon. I mean, it's, again, a really, really bleak show in a lot of ways. But Sun and Moon is when things are still sort of promising and optimistic for Kim and Chris. So this song happens just before the fall of Saigon when Chris... This is just plot spoiler after plot spoiler. There are going to be plot spoilers throughout this segment. It's too late now. You've already started listening, but there are going to be... I feel like be... no one... Everyone has a vague idea of what Miss Saigon's yeah. about. Yeah, so they get split up, and this is just before they get split up, and they've just got married, or they're about to get married. Yeah, I can't remember to. the order of the show. They're about to get married. They're just really, really happy, and it's a really pretty song, and the this one, I would say, actually, the version on the new cat recording is beautiful. Eva Noblezada was oh, amazing. amazing. Uh, absolutely amazing. And Alistair Bramble was also really good. And their version is really pretty. It's just a nice, gentle, sweet ballad. And I vastly prefer it to Last Night of the World just because I feel like it's more intimate, I guess, and less showy and more about them and less about the saxophone. I was literally about to say the saxophone. I was like, no, I'm going to let Rachel finish her sentence in a like, serious way. And not just go, the saxophone. Yeah, no, the saxophone, it's true. I just vastly prefer it to Last Night of the World, basically, yeah. is how I wanted to end that. I'll go now for another song that is um, a sort of optimistic moment in a relationship that is going to end very badly. Um, We're 16 going on 17 from The Sound of Music. A classic. A classic. Probably a little less intense than a lot of the songs on our list. Yes. Um, So this is just two young teenagers Mm. um, in a very Mm. simple stage in their relationship. You know, quite old-fashioned in all the ways that, you know, a a man will help a woman or a, a young a young man and a young lady but just really sweet i think for me this song is one of the songs that has just a lot of really great memories when i was a kid i always thought that kind of when i got to 16 i would sing this with someone <laughs> it obviously never oh, happened that's really <laughs> that cute. never happened but i just think it's a really sweet song beautiful melody again spoiler but who doesn't know it so this is um uh, Liesl is 16, going on 17. Ralph is 17, going on 18. Ralph's a Nazi. But, you know, like, at the beginning, their love seems it so pure. Seems fine, yeah. He, he seems like such a nice guy. <laughs> yeah. A nice they Aryan youth. They always, they always do. do. So, yeah, this is just a really sweet song of sort of the early buds of young love. Hmm. That's a nice way to describe it. Thanks. <laughs> My next one is... Another classic, you have to agree. It's on my own from Les Mis. It feels like a cliche to put this on the list, but it's just a great song. It's a really great song in a very, very long show. I feel like Les Mis is, I don't want to say boring, but it's definitely a lot less interesting until Eponine appears, right? You'd agree that the prologue is so long and dull. But the bread, Rachel. (laughs) The bread. bread. God, the bread. God, the bread. Think of the bread. But on my own is the beginning of Act Two. It's a big moment for Eponine. It, it before again before things get bleak and she dies. Again, sorry for the spoiler, but I'm sure everybody knows that Eponine dies by now. It's just such a like a, a musical theatre audition classic. It's everybody's been there. Do you know what I mean? You can imagine yourself as Eponine so easily. I saw Samantha Barks as Eponine a couple of times actually, and it just it was just the highlight of the whole show. She's so great, and this song 
you actually you should watch in the 25th anniversary production the at the o2 if you haven't already you should watch that because it's brilliant apart from nick jonas but we won't take it personally uh rude um, <laughs> i mean you know he like he hits the notes but really struggles to get there you know you, you really see it on his little face because the next one on my list is from camp rock <laughs> <laughs> no one said that to be stage musical <laughs> it's not don't worry um but yeah, you won't know on my own. All, all six people who are listening to this will know on my own. So that's one of my favourites. Next on my list is Do You Love Me from Fiddle on the Roof. So it's kind of the polar opposite of 16 Going on 17, which is the beginning of a relationship. This is that sort of rare love song that is deep in a relationship. So this song is sung by Tevya and Golda, who are the parents of the family that the show is about the show is about that's the end of the sentence that's the end of the sentence (laughs) what i really love about this song is how it's basically about all the ways that you can show your love for someone without saying that you love them so for those of you who don't know the show don't know the song it's tevia kind of starts the song asking his wife she loves him and her kind of retort is that how can you ask if i love you when i do all these things and for 25 years I've done all these things, I've lived with you, I've cooked for you, I've cleaned for you, I've done, you know, kind of, they've raised this family together, they've worked together for all this time, and in all these ways that she's showing that she loves him, how can it even be a question at that point in their relationship? And I think that's really sweet. Fiddle on the Roof is just one of those classic shows that I think everyone should watch if you haven't. I guess it's love at a different time to now as well, so Tevye and Gold were an arranged marriage, so it's a different origin of love. Oh. <laughs> uh, but, um, you know, love can grow in different ways. It can. But that doesn't mean I'd want an arranged marriage. Because <laughs> that sounds horrendous. <laughs> but it's a lovely song. My final song is from Rent, Abby. It's Without You, which I think is a beautiful song. It's sort of... You, I mean, it's another one that you could sort of take out of the show when it doesn't, it doesn't need to be listened to in context. It's just, it's a song. It's a really beautiful song about, like, all the ways that you can't live without someone, I guess. A lot of the songs in Rent are quite plot-driven and sort of, like, spoken or, like, sung arguments between people or conversations between people where, without you, you could take out the show. It doesn't sort of... It's more melodic. It's more melodic. It's less of a story and just more a beautiful song. More emotive. More emotive. It's sung with beautifully and... I just like it a lot. I'm that's struggling sometimes to find more you just to say like about things. it, but I just really like how it sounds in my ears. That's good. Similarly, the final song on my list is Somewhere from West Side Story, which is, again, just melodically beautiful, which I think you could say for pretty much any song from West Side Story, to be mm. honest. It is, I think, one of the most gorgeous musical scores. Mm. Again, it's a show that I'm sure everyone knows mm. the story. Everyone knows the the kind of problems of the relationship Mm. if you don't know the story you know Romeo and Juliet so it's a similar sort of thing isn't it really and again it's I guess that thing of the ideal of love kind of clashing with the with the reality of of their situation I think yeah same as you with without you it's just the the song itself is beautiful I don't have much more to say it's just a beautiful song it's beautiful yeah it's very nice big song yeah Mm. Fun to sing along to when yes, you're home alone. Very fun to sing along to when you're home alone. Yeah. Then our honourable mention, which we wanted to put on both of our lists, but we restricted ourselves to five, was 
from the last five years because we didn't think we could talk about love songs without talking about the last five years a little bit. Um, and the one that we picked was If I Didn't Believe In You, which is a beautiful song sung by Jamie to Kathy about supporting her in her dreams and promising her that he does believe in her and Bastard. he wants her to succeed and yeah, he's lying about a lot of it but at this point <laughs> in the guy, show <laughs> it, it is really romantic and it's a beautiful song and we do we like we really liked when we saw again Samantha Box again it's always pick one person and talk about them a lot in each yeah. episode we saw um, Samantha Box and I want to say Jonathan Bailey in the last five years at the St. James Theatre the St. James We're not theater. letting it go. <laughs> uh, a couple of years ago, and it was brilliant. It was a really, really lovely production. And If I Didn't Believe in You was just a highlight. Yeah. I'd also say the Jeremy Jordan recording of this from the film is very good. The film itself, problematic, because mm. it kind of doesn't work as a film. I think it's mm. an amazing show for stage. So yes. if anyone who doesn't know it, one of the reasons we kind of couldn't do love songs without it is because it's a really amazing show about a relationship yes. and a relationship between two people yeah. and it's literally just Kathy and Jamie the only people you see on stage yeah. told um, forwards in time by Jamie and backwards in time by Kathy yeah. um, and it's each character kind of stand alone on stage singing solos, their part of relationship solo yeah. yeah just a series of solos except for the one point where their relationship overlaps I think it's this. I always think it's kind of one of the shows that demonstrates just kind of what's really great about theatre and what's it's something possible that doesn't... with theatre exactly well, yeah. yeah and it's so simple so the production we saw at um, St James is just really basic yeah. staging yeah. you don't need much the stories are so well written there's enough context in them and even in bits where there's sort of a dialogue within the song and you don't hear the other side everyone in the room knows what that other side is it's yeah. so well written yeah. it's so well put together that you just you don't need very much on the stage to put it across and it just it doesn't quite translate into film because it looks weird on film if you're just having an argument with no one so they had to work around it and there's some aspects of the film are beautiful like I think it's shot really beautifully I think Jeremy Jordan gives an incredible performance Anna Kendrick also does some very strong work but I just think it it kind of probably should have been left on the stage but in terms of shows about relationships I think it is it is one of the best out there because it's very focused just on that exact thing. Yes. And if I didn't believe in you, uh, just to echo what Rachel said, Thanks. is just a really great song about, it, it might not be kind of the perfect, maybe not everything about a relationship will be perfect, but the way that you could see that person is different to the way they see themselves. And I think that's, and that's the same for any type of relationship because Valentine's Day might be about romantic love mm. but all love is important <laughs> that's such a nice way to end the end well done uh, okay now on to the final part the michael ball segment michael ball's movements this week he went to the press night for eugenius someone had the other to. palace because somebody had to and i'm sure he was paid to do it so good for you michael and rather you than us <laughs> Um, other news is that Kylie Jenner had a baby. Slightly less famous than Michael Ball, but <laughs> Kylie Jenner. Kylie Jenner had a baby. Let's yep. predict here and now, before the name has been released, what she's going to have called it. Eponine. <laughs> Can you imagine? It's just out of the blue. No, it has to begin with a K. Keponine. Keponine. And an update on our out-of-date Celebrity Big Brother talk from yes. the last podcast. Courtney won. Yay. Obviously, 
you know, Anne got a worryingly high percentage of the vote. But we don't need Did to worry about that. She fucking get? lost. <laughs> Hooray. Hooray. For equality. Yeah, and hopefully now we won't have to hear from Anne Widdicombe for... She's done all the reality shows, right? Like, which she can't do anymore. Has yeah. she done Dancing on Ice? Oh my God, can you imagine? I'd love that. That's it for this week. Happy Valentine's Day again. I hope you all had a nice day. Yeah. Tell us your favourite love songs. Yeah, tell us your favourite love songs. Uh, tweet how us. They? Tweet us. Oh my God, tweet us at Upstage Pod. Yeah. And tweet us your favourite Broadway love songs. And if you want to, your favourite Broadway couples, which we were going to discuss this week, but we it didn't have time. It was quite difficult. It was difficult to think of. Maybe we'll save that for later. Maybe we'll do that at some point. Yeah. Sure. Thank you for listening. And Thank you. we'll see you. We won't see you. We won't see you. You'll hear us next week. Yep. Yeah. Bye. 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 Bye.